Hardwood Boys, episode 42. That was okay. Wasn't too bad. Not as bad as my soft opening of the last one. <laughs> okay, tonight we're still sitting under my house. It's still October 15th or something yes, like that. October 15th. Which um, we've had an okay. I've had a really good uh, deer season so far just because I got my 12 year old uh, Georgia, the, 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 the first deer of the Hardwood Boys season. Yes, much better than the rest. So of I'm us. already relaxed and just I'm ready to go hunting for myself. And I'm okay if I don't kill a deer all year. But Are you going to hunt this weekend? I am going up. She is uh, swimming in South State in Laurel, Mississippi. An hour and 20 minutes. On Saturday. But there's only two people that can go. So my wife and my other daughter are going to go. I'm heading up there Saturday morning to clear some trails, do some work my dad so you'll can't hunt Saturday do. afternoon. So I'll be hunting Saturday afternoon Sunday and Sunday morning. morning. Gotcha. Um, I think that's the only two. But it's going to be beautiful weather. Yeah, it's like 72 so, for the high. Yeah, um, 50s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm leaving tomorrow evening after work. I'm jealous. Um, yeah. So we're and you know it went from there was going to be just three of us, uh, Trip and Jacob, Matina and I. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and my uncle Johnny, he's he's going to come up. He doesn't hunt, but he's going to come up there. Him and a couple of buddies, um, they're going to come up and just kind of hang out with us. Um, he had me pick up some shrimp today. I got some nice 16, 20 count oh, shrimp, yeah. four dollars a pound. So big old shrimp. I don't know what they're going to do with them because I I was prepping for just three of us, so I cooked all of our meals outside of a breakfast and steaks tomorrow night. I, I cooked everything yeah. on Sunday and just dropped it in the freezer. So um, got some ribs, some some uh, pork shoulder, you know, ribs for lunch, pork shoulder for dinner type situation. Yeah. So I guess that's changing a little bit now. Do y'all eat breakfast going in? You said you were hungry as hell. Like, yes. Uh, uh, 9 a.m. Not, not before we hunt. It's always after. So we'll go to the woods, hunt till about 9 or 10-ish. Yeah. And by, if you hunt till 10, then your breakfast is cooked for you when you get back to the camp. You're just yeah. eating the biscuits and some bacon. And I'd be hunting until 10 you're, every day. You're, you're frying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you don't have Somebody to. Somebody else cooked. So, but some days, early in the morning, um, I, get, I just get so hungry early in the morning that I, I'm like 8.30 if I haven't seen anything I'm, I'm itching to come down just so I can eat um, that's why I like to eat something before even though I know it smells you up and you know a sausage biscuit you throw in the microwave might smell you up a little bit but it helps hunger wise well I started getting like little um, like protein bars yeah and so I'll, I'll put yeah. a protein bar in my bag just to kind of tide me over a little I bit. I do. I bring food with me usually, especially during gun season because you're either in a box or you can, you know, I'm sitting up against yeah. the tree looking at 200 yards away. Pull out your little protein bar. Pull out, um, you know, a little, uh, not even a protein bar, but a, uh, any kind of bar, you know. Yeah, little, just a, uh, what are they? Cir- uh, Circle K. No, that's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's a gas Kellogg, a Kellogg cereal yeah, bar. The little, or something. the little chewy granola bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I always have something with me. Um, I like to bring uh, Slim Jim. Yeah. I like those. Those smell so bad. But <laughs> hey, if a deer's coming downwind to me at 20 it's yards, he might like the Slim Jim. So I, like, I was looking at the wind on uh, Saturday morning, it'll be blowing out of the north. Switching, yeah, switching to, to east wind yeah. on Saturday evening, which I moved my climber um, where I was on the edge of the sawtooth. I actually moved it into the sawtooth, um, yeah. just because if a north wind is blowing me all into the sawtooth, so now I can, I'm about a third of the way into the group because uh, I mean it's a it's 
a hundred yards across those sawtooths, if not more. Really? Yeah. So if deer come in from from south of me, I won't. I'll just catch a little bit of movement. So mm-hmm. now I'm in a tree in a sawtooth, which I can look down into the food plot. Which it's been two weeks since I've been up there, so I'm assuming the growing. food yeah. plot's going to be greened up. So yeah. the deer will potentially be. Do you have any cover on your climber, or you just go high? No, I'll, I'll get up high. I'll get okay. up into the tree. Limbs, yeah, because so. usually sawtooths, a hundred yards of sawtooths, you're not gonna have any cover. Well, no, I mean, you got all the limbs and stuff in there. And this particular yeah. tree that I, I'm climbing on doesn't have any low limbs. The ones that it had, I, I cut them off already. Mm-hmm. And I, when I moved my climber, I climbed up about 15 feet just to kind of see what was out there. Uh, you know, my, my yeah. lanes just yeah, huge. Yeah. I, I trimmed me some lanes yeah. and stuff. Um, so hopefully it'll pay off. So you've never, you leave your climber on a tree? Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's there. I'll take it down this weekend. So you never have thought of using climbing sticks and leaving it up top so where when you mm-hmm. go in, it's you're mm-hmm. silent? I, I like climbing. So. Yeah, no, I don't like the noise I make um, climbing. So what You know, oak trees make a whole lot, a lot of noise in the beginning, as do pine trees. Yeah, once you knock it off. What, you once you've it. set in there, it, it's relatively quiet. Yeah, but it's so, um, so much quieter. You, you, <laughs> you know, just having those sticks... You know, on the uh-huh. tree, and you're stand already fifteen in, in feet in the air. I would think it would be kind of hard to get into the stand. No, because you can. I, I make the bottom solid. Okay. I I, I strap it down with a, a, a ratchet strap uh-huh. to where it's a sock like a lock on. Uh-huh. But the top is movable. So if you yeah, getting into that would be dangerous, not knowing it, because if you grab on it for like a solid hand the top piece it's going to move right but i know it and everybody who hunts it anybody you know they know it's a it's a climber so the top part i spin uh-huh. away from the ladder so i can step over it and now i'm sitting on, i'm standing on the platform without the climb the climber part the top part is over facing the other way and then i can just step on the ladder and climb down so you like my climber i have stabilized the straps straps yes have you ever thought about putting those on there just so you can cinch in your top whenever you're in the in the stand? Um, no, because I like to be able to move it. It's, you can still move yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no. I, um, once I'm up in it, and I'm, the way I've done it for the past 10 or 15 years like this, once I get up in there and I, I step on the platform, then I, I, I pull the, the top part around and I step over it. And then once I'm in... And I sit in it. It's you know how a climber is. Once yeah. you put your weight in it, oh, it's you're locked, locked in. But the bottom's locked all the time. But then if I'm too low, I can uh, you know Adjusting. raise that seat part, um, or I can spin a little bit even with the the bottom staying where it is. Do you ever check your cables on your? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had one time where I sat, I went and sat in an afternoon. I always go hunt them in the afternoon first. I, if it's the first time hunting them for right. a year, and I haven't checked. I hunt them in the afternoon, so I can inspect them while I'm go- I'm going up. And I did one time. I went. Everything looked good because you know the cables are even covered in rubber. At uh-huh. least my old stand. And the one of the where the pin holds it in because it was a pin that goes through uh-huh. the arm. And where the pin held that cable, water must have sat and rusted through the cable. So the bottom section, luckily, it was all good. But the seat, when I sat in it, as soon as I sat down, that cable broke. And I dropped my butt, hitting my heels. I was luckily wearing a harness, but I didn't fall out either because the bottom was still good. Right. But yeah, it, and I went, "Oh crap!" 
I couldn't hunt that day. You know, right. I had to lower well, the stand and then. You just stayed up there and just stood the whole time. I, I guess I could have, but I, at that point I was scared now that the bottom was rusted too. Right. So oh, I hadn't yeah. checked it that, you yeah. know, so that I had to pull those out. But so, you had that ratcheted in, so it shouldn't be a big deal. It is, but if but that's ratcheted in just on the bottom to bottom. Gotcha. Um, so if that top cable that's holding, you know, the pressure on that yeah. top that's going around the tree, if it broke, it would still go yeah, forward. Yeah. I just didn't feel comfortable once that happened. So, uh, but yes, I check them every year. When I, the first time I get in them, I make sure everything's good and I'm strapped in with my harness. I will wear my harness this week when I hunt in mine. That's been sitting up for a year, but I already checked it. Me and yeah. Brandon went up like a month ago and checked it. It's all good. We um we were talking and we don't have. I was talking to one of my buddies today. He called me. He was listening to the podcast and he's like, "Hey man, do you have any pictures of that buck?" And I said. His name's Joey Bullock. I said, no, Bull. I said, we don't. I said, we haven't put a camera out. Because yeah. we, we haven't had any corn. So hopefully our silo's been filled up this week. And yeah. we'll go ahead and corn and, and put our cameras out and get them up and going. Now, I did pick up some stuff called Big and J's. Never, yeah. never used it before, but I'm going to put it out. Okay. Um, in, in a couple of... I got a big bag of it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a little bit out where I'm hunting. Like a mineral? Uh, no, well, not. It's like a. Seed. I don't know. It's called Big and Jays. I should have bought seen it on here. TV or something. Um, Bad for it. Yeah, so you know, bone collector, one of them. Yeah, uses, uses it. it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna put it out. I had never done it before, and and we'll see. I know Jacob, Matina. He always has stuff he puts out, and I think he put some stuff out last two weeks ago called. Uh, buck bourbon and i mean he put it out i've never heard of that at 10 o'clock in the morning and when he went hunting that afternoon he had deer on it so yeah but i've I've tried supplements or that deer cocaine uh or whatever they used to have i've never had luck with any of that but i guess it's all a matter of the deer there and what they're used to and it it may mess me up as far as in the sawtooth this weekend but i'm confident i'll see deer in the food plot Mm -hmm. uh, um which i'll be able to shoot but if if I if you start using the same stuff over and over and over again, they get used to it. They'll get used to it. It's like where my salt lick is. You know, I've been doing that now for the last seven years, yeah. six to seven. What, it's just like the trophy is. rock. If you yeah. put it somewhere you put and it over there, and over the same it, spot, they, they know it's there and they go to that spot. They're used to it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it may take a little bit of time, yeah. but um, the plan is to get out uh, some cameras this weekend. I'd really like to try to get pictures of that deer. Um, you know, so so we yeah. can post the picture of the deer. Yeah. Speaking of cameras, my brother-in-law sent me this. He lives up in Illinois, and our father-in-law place, laws place, which I don't go anymore because we live 15 hours away from there by car. We used to go all the time. This is what he sent. My father-in-law sent this to my brother-in-law. Oh my God! That's the second year in a row they've seen him because apparently he said he's back. Wow. Yeah, I need to put that. Wow. On. That's an Illinois bluff. It, I mean, it's massive. That's wow. the kind of deer that are up there. But that's that's what they're hunting. Their de- their big deer that they have trouble killing are like that, which are insane. Oh. If that walked out in Blackwater, we'd probably have a heart attack and fall out of our tree stand. I, well, you know, Kemper, that, looks like a, that looks like a a, a, a Sasquatch. Oh yeah, it, it's big. Kipper County has had some really big deer killed there. Oh, I know. I have one on my wall. My uncle shot. I like mean, 20 years ago, 1995. Really, really big deer killed yeah. in Kemper County. They just 
don't happen to be close to that size, not quite where where we are. I mean, I think somebody killed a hundred and ninety incher out of there um, a couple years ago. I believe um, it. I believe it. That's just that's well, yeah. My father in law kills one hundred and fifty inch deer at will every day. <laughs> not every day, but right. every year at right. will. He right. has them all in his house, and um, it's a different land up there though because right. they don't have rifle hunting at all so in the whole state. hunting only. And they have two yeah. weekends of shotgun with slugs. And then you got all that corn and soybeans. Oh, yeah. And all I mean, that. and they're just bigger deer. They're 300-pound deer. I mean, they're just massive deer. So, um, yeah, so I, maybe I'll post that picture, but I'm afraid to do that and then have somebody want to go shoot that deer because it, it, it's amazing. That deer but, is awesome. Yeah, that is a, that is a very nice uh, deer. Also, speaking of Facebook, or well, we weren't speaking of Facebook, we were speaking of cameras. I'd like to put some more cameras out at our place. I sent you all some pictures. We had 20 different bucks on camera in January of last yeah. year. That was from last year. That was okay. not, well, it was from this year, but right. last hunting season. Right. I went and picked it up and looked at it at work. We had 20 different bucks. I'd say two or three are nice, right. like shooter bucks right. in January on our place that none of us ever saw, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was at least 10 other ones that were nice bucks mm-hmm. that we never saw. Right. Um, so they're out there. It's crazy. What, what is like, you know, once that rut starts, those deer just start moving around so much. They were, they were all over the uh-huh. place and it was great. Some during the day, some at yeah. night. And, uh, yeah, that was one camera I left out and, and just found it. Now I want to read something from Facebook. This is from, uh, Mississippi Whitetails, which right. is a Facebook page or right. group, I guess, on Mississippi Whitetails, and we've discussed it before, but I read it the other day, and it's Steve G. Ware, whoever that is. Sorry if you don't want me to say your name on on the podcast. Let us know. Um, He said, with cellular cameras now affordable, you can watch your food plot. Feeders 24 hours a day. You can watch your food plots and feeders 24 hours a day, which is true. I'm sure live feeds straight from the food sources are on the horizon. So eventually there's going to be live feeds of your food plot if you pay enough money. I enjoy the new technology as much as anyone, but gone are the days of actually hunting. Right. We, we've had this discussion, technology in the woods, and, I, and so I just want to talk about it a little bit, what he wrote, because it, it, hit, it hit with me. My question is, have we ruined the experience? I mean, in most cases, it's cheaper to buy meat, so it's about the experience, right? There's a reason we're seeing so many people kill good bucks these days. We've made it too easy, and the bucks are not getting a fair playing field. So, I mean, how do you feel on that? I wish we had Brandon and Ben here to discuss it. Um, and we've had it before. Well. Technology in the woods. Well, how do we feel? I mean, it's I mean, getting. True, truthfully, the, the technology is more than just the cameras and, and that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think the about scopes, it. the bows, everything. Well, we're doing. Even the proteins and what mm-hmm. you're feeding your deer. So, you know, you Years ago, and I mean, we still have them at our camp. You'll have a you'll have a buck that has a, a really nice right side, you know, five points on one. Just you see him from the right side, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, I'm going to shoot him. this." And you see that left side, and it goes straight up and has which you should take him four little points. Yeah. He's a cull buck. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not getting. You know, maybe he got an injury. Who who knows? Yeah, you know, but, next year he might be a big ten. Yeah, we have pictures of. Of a, a buck, um, and, and poor Quinn hunted this deer and hunted this deer and hunted this deer, um, and hunted this deer, and he was just so impressive on one side, and it was nothing but junk on the other. 
and every single year, I mean, like five years in a row, we had this deer on camera. Same thing. The same he thing. He had an Big issue with Big Buford his... is what yeah. Quinn called him. And Quinn was the only one that ever got any pictures of him. And it's like, I'm like, Quinn, why aren't you hunting in this area? This deer is here. Yeah, it's where he lives. And, you know, he never hunted, never. big. I think his name was Big Buford. But just so impressive on one side. I mean, like G2s that are... 12, 14 But you need inches. to take him out of the herd because Never. he's breeding. He's a stud. We, he's breeding. We had, so his genetics are going to keep going. We had pictures of that deer from a small little rack buck yeah. to a full-grown rack buck. And y'all never took him out. So never, he, he never got a shot on that deer. He laid he his it. seed. He spread it. Absolutely. All because over the place. Last year or two years ago, we got a picture of a buck, a young buck, that had the same junk. Great on one side. And you know it's his. the same side. Not, we, we had it at our place. The looked same at shit. pictures and like, holy cow. You know, it's crazy. Should have shot him when, you saw it when he was a baby. Never got a shot on him. Never. Even when he was so, a baby? No. Yeah. Quinn never. That that was like Quinn's honey hole. That's what yeah. he calls it. The, the honey hole. And he calls it a honey hole, but he doesn't even hunt, he doesn't hunt it. No. Somebody else needs to. Invite no. me or Brandon. Let us so, um We'll shoot them call bucks. So the technology's come a long ways as far as like the protein and that sort of stuff. So yeah. They're growing the deer with bigger horns intentionally because you, you know what you need to do to make that happen. Oh, yeah. We're, we're less likely at meat hunters now. There's more horn hunters than when we were kids. Yes. Yeah, they, we still were hunting for horns when we were kids because we weren't allowed to shoot does. Right, right. So we had to shoot day. horns. So if you shot a spike, you, yeah, you got yes. meat for your family, or you, you know, as a, you were proud of yourself as a kid, and your dad was proud of you, and your mom was proud of you because you killed that spike, because you couldn't kill a doe for meat. Yep. So you killed a spike for meat. But my thing with the technology, yeah, I'm not against technology in the woods either. I, I don't have one of those cell camera phones yet. Um, or not phone, well, cell phone cameras or whatever that sends right to your cell phone. But I will tell you, with our last episode talking about Georgia killing her deer, 12-year-old girl, yeah, she didn't have the same experience I had when I was 12. Right. You know? <laughs> she didn't have that because right. she had her cell phone there and she could watch shows she and listen. She kept herself entertained exactly. until it was time. But by October 15th, my dad never put 30 hours in the woods with me in right. the stand with him. Right. Um, not saying I'm a better dad than him, but that was because of technology. Right. She will sit in the woods. She can sit in the woods for 30 hours in two weeks. And be quiet. And, and be quiet. And noises. Yeah, she can sit in the blind questions. for four hours at a time or five hours at a time because she's got her technology with her. Now, do I think the deer sense that technology sometimes? Yes. If they're smart, older does, I do think they're sensing it even when they're not downwind they're noticing that we're there somehow oh yeah uh, i think it's because she's got an ipad going or something i don't know what it is i still haven't figured that out <laughs> i need a i need hex system to in to invent or come up with oh, a blind yes a, a hex fabric <laughs> blind which will probably cost ten thousand dollars yeah, send it to me to try it considering the little bit of outfits yeah. that we have are 160 bucks exactly. or 80 bucks um, but if they want to develop one and send it to me to use because I've got tons of deer that are very alert when they come in with a 12 year old playing on her iPad is that ruining the experience as that guy said in my opinion I don't think it's ruining the 
experience because my daughter at least is still seeing those birds and those turkeys and those deer and she's out in the woods instead of sitting in the house playing on her iPad, which yeah. is what she'd be doing anyway. She's outdoors. And and I'm actually observing her playing on her iPad, so I know she's not doing TikToks and acting like a fool. <laughs> right. She's watching whatever she's watching, but I I know what it is. She might be watching Hunger Games. Yeah. I'm okay with a, a, a girl power saving the world with her bow and arrow, and if she looks like Jennifer Lawrence, that's great. So <laughs> I'm okay with that kind of stuff. I can observe what she's doing rather than um, her up in her room playing on the technology. So... Yeah, so I'm pro-technology, but is, like the crossbow being part of bow season, is that, that's another part of technology too, that I'm, some people are not okay with, but a 12-year-old girl should be able to shoot with a crossbow. Yes. And be proud of it. My, um, speaking of technology, my buddy Pete, I'm sending you some pictures. Okay. Um, they were in, they're in South Dakota, they just left, uh, maybe yesterday, coming mm-hmm. back um, from South Dakota. Yeah, they uh, up there duck hunting. Uh, oh yeah, they got some ducks. He uh, he got some. He got cameras. He got a camera system. You know how like with us, we're having to go check ten cameras, pull ten ten memory cards out. Yeah, that's, so you're that. leaving scent every time yes. you go in there. Yeah. He he got cameras. It's like four plus one. Or maybe it was three plus one. So you have one central one? But all those cameras Connect to that send to, to this memory card. I've heard of that. So he only has to go to, to one. Oh, so it doesn't send it to his phone, though. No, it goes to the memory card and that one camera. She just okay. pulls that one. And maybe maybe it will go to, I don't know. We were just chit-chatting. Um, no, they have them now that I've seen advertised on TV where it's one. you can buy one camera with one plan for like $10, $15 a month. And then you can have as many as like 10 cameras that send to that one that sends to your phone for $10 a month. Huh. Yeah, you probably got to pay $200 per camera. Yeah, if not more. Yeah. I think he said his, his the ones he got was like 700 bucks or something. 700 like yeah. per camera? No, 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 no for yeah, the whole, for set, the, for the okay. whole set. Which wasn't bad. I mean, if it's four or five cameras. That's no, not, and that's it, not it's bad. almost not worth it as in the sense of, yeah, for the, the I mean, we're trying to be an everyday Joe Blow. Um, Type of podcast for hunters that aren't professional hunters. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not getting paid so, to do this. For so a having a seven hundred dollar camera system on our farm is not what I'm thinking of. Even though we might get there one day. Well, one day, we'll um, one one day that's seven hundred dollar. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hardwood Boys iPodcast. We do appreciate you being here. If you have any comments, please reach out to us through our Facebook page or our email. Just remember, if you're out in the woods, whatever you're doing, stay hard.